Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. George, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Leanne. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Um, acupuncture is something I'm really interested in, and I know probably a number of people listening are curious about it. Mm. There's lots of different um, lots of studies showing efficacy and non-efficacy, which could be said about anything, to be honest. Mm. Um, so I'd really like to talk about acupuncture. I'd love to talk about some of the other healing mm. um, treatments that you do. But maybe first you can introduce yourself. Tell us what it is that you do. Well, thank you, yes. So I'm George Monkhouse. I am an acupuncturist, a health coach, and a healthcare pioneer. Uh, based in London, I work with, uh, well, I'm an expert in uh, chronic conditions of stress, pain and illness. I work with a unique instant pain relief style of acupuncture uh, and I work with a lot of athletes, fighters and yogis to keep them in, in uh, tip-top condition for competition and all around general health. Mm. Is it just athletes and just no, recreational well, otherwise, or do you uh, work with different, different types of people? Yeah, my, my, my main clientele really are people who are battling health conditions, again, specialising in chronic conditions, so uh, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, obesity mm. are the main ones, and autoimmune diseases, obviously uh, joint injuries and, and, and general musculoskeletal conditions. Uh, but I also work with business leaders, with a business partner, we, we help them to analyse their business and see where improvements can be made to, uh, to productivity and to overall uh, enjoyment from work from their employees so they can uh, enjoy their job better and get more uh, out of their job for their employer. Mm. And, um, and what's your background? How much has your own personal experience informed what you do now, for example? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I had a very different career beforehand. I worked in nightlife, in uh, mm. alcohol and in, in uh, private events, and I did very well very young, but it was a very unsustainable lifestyle. You know, you had a, a similar background in going down a route which was more conventional, but mm. not really in your true calling. So, so that's uh, really the avenue I found myself going down. I was working very hard, I was drinking very heavily, and it was a very unsustainable lifestyle. So I needed to change my career, change my girlfriend, even my friends, and uh, to fix my body. And mm. over time, exploring different avenues, they both rolled into one. Yeah. And how, what did you do to, to sort of heal the body? And we come from that very hedonistic background, which yes, I do identify very closely <laughs> with. Uh, so to begin with, I went to the doctor and I, I, was, I was open to alternative medicine, but I, I started off down a, a more conventional route and I went to the doctor. My liver and my kidneys were aching all day, every day mm. for about three or four years. Uh, uh, and the doctor said, you can't feel your liver. There's no nerve endings in the liver. And I said, well, that's, that's great of you to say, but this whole area hurts here. What's this area? And he said, yes, that's the liver. So I said, okay, well, I, um, what can we do about that? And he said, well, I'll give you some pain relief. I said, no, no, I want to fix the liver. He said, no, no, you're in the wrong place. Hmm. So I thought, yes, I am in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> so then I thought, I've got to find out how to rejuvenate the, the, the liver and the kidneys. And a whole route down through um, uh, psychology, hypnosis and mesmerism, uh, exploring the power of the mind and the psychosomatic effect trying to uh, stimulate change in the body through, through willpower. It uh, took me so far. Diet then as well, looking at a healthy diet, took me a lot further in detoxing. Uh, body work and even energy work 
or helped, but really when I found Chinese medicine and acupuncture, that's really when I felt the strongest changes in my body. And the underlying philosophy is so beautiful, so simple and so elegant and so practical that it was not just a new career, it was a new way of life. Mm. And what is the underlying philosophy? Balance and harmony. Right. If you have Simpler balance then. and harmony, which is homeostasis, then you will experience vitality. Mm. So everything is based around that. Everything brings you back to that core sentiment. Yeah, love yeah. that. Yeah. So what do you do to create balance and harmony then? What's your own personal practice? Well, my uh, technique is to use a variety of different lifestyle and dietary medicines alongside acupuncture and uh, body and mind treatments in order to set up a process of cleaning and strengthening. So the idea is that homeostasis is a balance between accumulation and flow. You need to strengthen the system and you need to clean the system out. Too much strengthening causes blockage and stagnation. Too much cleaning leads to weakness and uh, susceptibility to invasion. Mm. So by setting up this dual process of cleaning and strengthening, you're regulating homeostasis. So this relates to breathing techniques. In-breath is strengthening, out-breath is cleaning. Uh, strengthening with oxygen, cleaning with carbon dioxide. You can do the same uh, with liquids, with food, with emotions, with uh, how you're moving your body, making sure you're resting enough, getting out into nature. Uh, there are many ways that you can clean and strengthen. And if it doesn't clean or it doesn't strengthening, uh, strengthen is either weakening or poisoning. So mm. phase it out as long as it takes, just phase it out. Mm -hmm. And make sure that everything in life nourishes your vitality and gives you the greatest opportunity to live out your highest ambitions. Yeah. So what practically does that mean for you during, you know, for a day, for example? What do you do to strengthen? What do you do to balance? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, in the morning, I uh, start off with two hours of meditation. Wow, two hours. Uh, well, between an hour and a half to two hours, yeah. yes. And then I'll uh, have, some, well, have some water before actually and after. Obviously after you've been sleeping, you've been stagnating and dehydrating. So a lot of uh, spring water, I get spring water directly from Wimbledon Common, get it straight out of the earth myself, which is to my preference rather than tap or bottled water or filtered water. Mm -hmm. And then I will normally do some qigong, uh, some movement, remedial movement exercises. Uh, might go for a run, uh, but generally it's a bit quicker to, to do movements at home, so mm. I'll do that. And then I will either start treatments or, or some admin work. Uh, and so uh, all the way through the morning, everything is tailored towards uh, getting the joints opening, getting the muscles moving. Uh, getting the bloodstream stimulated so you're getting a good hormonal balance through through movement uh, and then breakfast as well breakfast is very strengthening for me Lun uh, breakfast like a king lunch like a prince supper like a pauper mm -hmm. it's a very uh, standard Chinese uh, medical style of eating so that you're really strengthening in the morning when the body is most active and the stomach is processing the most and then by the evening as nighttime comes on you've really uh, finishing off the digestion for the day, mm. going to sleep with a clean stomach and mm. can fully sleep, let the body rest well for the next day. I find that to be a very efficient system once I change to that, so I've you know, stuck with that for the last yeah. few years. And I guess if you're eating a light dinner, you've got a quite a long fast. Yes, yeah, so fasting well. about There's 12 quite a bit of day. science yeah. around the, the efficacy of fasting, isn't there? For some people. I, I think fasting is uh, extremely beneficial 
as long again as it's done in a responsible and uh, experienced manner there must be some experience there you don't want to move too much of the tongue any longer fast uh, we, we need to understand uh, the benefits of, of different stages of fasting I mean a 12-hour fast every day is very healthy if you go beyond about 14 hours there are lots of benefits in terms of stem cell production in the mm. body which is obviously very good for yeah. the immune system for regeneration of, of body parts uh, yeah stem cells what were we so you were just talking about fasting. I, well, fasting, I, I interjected yeah. around the, the benefits of long fast. Yeah, so, so the, you know, mo all, all, all major religions have a system of fasting at some point or other. The Chinese don't really have a uh, period during the year when, when there's a specific fast, but you're fasting 12 hours every day. Mm. Yeah. Okay, and for the rest of your day, so you have the, a big breakfast, what would the latter part of your day look like? Well, then working all the way, generally have a relatively brief lunch because I uh, pack my day in very busy morning to night. And then working through, depending on which day, uh, I'll be working through either till late in the evening uh, or picking my son up from school uh, during half the week. And then coming into the evening, like I said, eating about six o'clock, eating quite early so that the digestion is finished by the time you go to mm -hmm. bed. I may snack a little bit after that with some nuts or something, but the the general theory is not to eat after yeah. the, after the last meal. And then uh, my, my my day is always very f uh, business orientated. Really, I'm very passionate uh, about what I do. I feel a great sense of purpose, and I feel that's really what drives me. Mm. And so uh, when I'm relaxing in the evening whether I'm seeing friends or whether I'm with my son or whether I'm with family, I'm always really orientating everything towards my business, which is, again, about balance, harmony and vitality. Mm. Cool. Well, let's get into some of the practices that you, you do within that business then. The one I'm really interested in is acupuncture. I've mm. had a little bit of acupuncture myself in the ears. Okay, yes. Uh, quite a few, about six years ago. Mm -hmm. um, very difficult to know whether that in and of itself made a difference, but I do believe that when you're, you're trying to affect a change, whether it's mm -hmm. feel less anxious or strengthen an aspect of your body, uh, you, you have a number of things that you do that collectively have mm -hmm. an impact. But I'm, I'm intrigued in it. Uh, so tell me a bit about acupuncture, a bit about its history perhaps to start with. Yeah, well acupuncture in the West has had a, a little bit of a, of a uh, tainted entry into mainstream thought. We have a, this idea that uh, acupuncture is an energy medicine and it affects your qi and that qi means energy. If you look in a Chinese dictionary, you'll not find the translation of qi as energy anywhere. It means breath, it means vapor, it means mood, it means environment, it means many, many things. Uh, but it is never translated as energy. There was a mistranslation in the 1950s. The author did later correct himself, but it was too late by then. The, the, hmm. uh, the idea had caught on and spread like wildfire. Acupuncture is a very physical medicine. You're taking needles, uh, which are obviously metal, and you're inserting them into the body to mm. stimulate nerve flow and blood flow. Qi really being oxygenation of the system, breath. The idea of qi being energy, it, it's got a lot of validity. In ancient times, they wouldn't have understood oxygen, so they would have said qi. They wouldn't have understood nerves, so they would talk about qi. Mm. It's really talking about subtle forces. So. Acupuncture, like Western medicine, Chinese medicine, 
evolved through cadaver dissection, through dissecting uh, dead bodies. And through that, you come to understand that there are various layers of the body, there are various tissues, and then to, to uh, be able to work with living bodies to understand exactly how it works. Mm. When you insert a needle into someone, really anywhere in the body, you're going to get a local healing response. If you have a bee sting, obviously you're going to get a lot of uh, uh, white blood cells and platelets immune response coming to the area to, to fix up the problem. Yep. Same happens with acupuncture, and there are specific channels in the body uh, relating to nerve and blood channels which, can, which uh, run up and down the body and they connect with vital organs through the mesentery which is a, a sort of fibrous tissue that houses all the internal organs. And so very quickly you can insert a needle into one part of the body, either take away pain in another part of the body or restore blood flow. And this works through the midbrain. So when uh, you get an afferent nerve response, the, the needle comes into the body, it sends a signal up to the brain and then the brain sends a signal back down to restore blood flow through these channels. Mm. It's very, very useful for musculoskeletal conditions and uh, internal diseases. It can work very well for headaches and even for emotional and mental problems because you're stimulating a hormonal balance uh, in, the, in the bloodstream. So it's a very physical medicine. It's generally accompanied by other things like Chinese herbs, which I don't do. I, I work much more with diet. Uh, also with diet, with remedial movement exercises, Tai Chi and Qigong, yeah. uh, with meditation. Uh, and we look at many different, all areas of life really, from birth to death to uh, sex and relationships to uh, yeah, engaging with your passion and, and your sense of purpose. And, mm. uh, smoking, drinking, uh, how different drugs affect you, caffeine, and really building up an overall picture of, of health and symptoms and understanding what foods, what substances, what practices are going to be impairing your balance and yeah. how to restore the balance. Acupuncture is a fantastic way to stimulate a very quick, solid response by the nervous system. Mm. That's fascinating. Can you give us a practical example of how that's worked? Either with you or with someone else? Yeah, so very often people will come into the clinic. I will do a, a pulse reading, which I can talk to you more about later. Um, can diagnose either musculoskeletal conditions and pain or uh, the internal balance. And so let's take, for example, someone has a ruptured disc in the neck. The conventional approach will be perhaps some uh, you know, a, a steroid injection to take away the pain. An osteopath might try and uh, jiggle the vertebrae around to restore some um, elasticity and some rejuvenation into the disc that is ruptured. With this acupuncture technique that I use, I will stick some needles into the ankle, into the top of the head, and I will immediately ask the patient, how is the pain now? If it was 10 out of 10, a few moments ago, what is it now? Um, well, there was one patient I'm thinking of in particular who had a ruptured disc in his neck. He couldn't really move, he couldn't uh, sit down, he couldn't operate a mouse, he was in a lot of pain, there was nothing that was helping. Mm. He had acupuncture from someone else, it, he did a very standard style uh, acupuncture which is, can be useful after, after four or five days, but you don't really know, you just have to, you just have to insert a needle and pray that it works. Yeah. 
this style, insert a needle, how's the pain? Oh my God, it's uh, not only the pain, but the mobility is, is six out of 10 now. Okay, six out of 10, so now we go to another area. Needle that, how's the pain? Wow, wow, it's incredible, it's three out of 10. Okay, it's not, not quite good enough yet. Let's go to some points on the abdomen. How's the pain now? Wow, that's that's 95%. Uh, actually, can't feel that. It feels completely fine. And then right there, whilst the patient is lying on the table, you have ver you, you, immediate validation of how effective the treatment's mm. been. And if you're of the mindset that I'm not going to let this patient go until I've taken 100% of the pain away, yeah. then it's a very impressive and immediately uh, provable system. Yeah. Uh, then the pain will generally, the pain relief will last for two, three days. It will come back uh, to a lesser degree. So with regular treatment, we can really can recondition, yeah. Yeah, recondition the brain to restore blood flow in the area to really heal it as fast as possible. Yeah. yeah. And how do you know where to put those needles? Well, there's a, uh, there are a couple of brilliant systems which I've learned amongst the whole body of Chinese medicine, which uh, our family styles of acupuncture have been kept very secretive, and I use those. So it works really through a distal needling technique, distal being treating away from the site of injury. Mm -hmm. I don't stick needles into your neck if you've got a neck problem, I stick them into your ankle. Talking about these uh, nerve and blood channels that run up and down the body also relates to muscles and the direction of their muscle fibers. So there are channels where there, there is a, a, a similarity uh, and a connectivity between different aspects. Mm. It happens to work much better that if you treat generally the furthest away from the body and even on the opposite side a lot of the time, then it will work very well. You have to treat on these specific channels. You have to diagnose which, channel, which channels are directly affected and to find the corresponding channels and then the proof is validated within seconds of the needles being inserted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. So we talked about some of the benefits for physical ailments. Mm -hmm. What about for mental ailments? Are there any benefits there? Absolutely. Uh, we worked with uh, a lot of people with mental health and with uh, anxiety and general uh, emotional imbalances. Your thoughts are dictated by your underlying mood. You know, uh, there are all thoughts are available to you, only some of them stick, only some of them have validity. And they're given validity or gravity, if you like, by your emotions that are attached to those words. Mm. So if you can shift the emotions, then you can change the mental state. You can do that very, very quickly, easily, and simply with uh, practices like uh, smooth, deep breathing. Mm. In terms of acupuncture, you insert a needle anywhere in the body, you're going to improve blood flow and, and nerve flow. Stick them into specific parts of the body and you can stimulate the, the uh, muscles of the heart, for example. And you can affect the hormones, hormones in the bloodstream uh, and neurotransmitters in your nervous system. Which are ones are we talking about? Which hormones, which neurotransmitters? Well, I mean, uh, neurotransmitters is a tricky one, it's a very complex system. Hormones. The more feel-good hormones, you have things like serotonin and oxytocin, mm -hmm. uh, uh, possibly adrenaline if someone is, is very sluggish, if they have a sluggish liver, you want to really stimulate adrenaline. Yeah. Um, so by uh, restoring blood flow, engaging the 
the endocrine system, you get a different hormone balance in the blood that's naturally going to give people a, a very natural non-invasive high for a few days. If you can keep up the treatment for several weeks, then those hormones are going to become the natural state of being. Mm. And you're going, to, uh, you're going to align your life to align with those feelings. It just makes sense when you start feeling really bad again, you've been feeling great for ages. You just don't enjoy the negative emotions. Mm. So it's another way of changing your physiology then? Absolutely, yeah. Using There's the no real division between mind and emotion and body. I can feel in the pulse often if someone's had a, a fight with their partner over the weekend. Mm. Um, I can feel what they've been eating. Uh, yeah, so it, it, everything that you think is registered in the body everything that you do to the body is registered by the mind. Yeah, it keeps the score, doesn't it, the body? Yeah. yeah. Score, trauma and yeah, pressure absolutely. and everything else. Yeah. What other treatments are really complementary for acupuncture? I mean, we've, you've touched on smooth breathing. Maybe yeah. talk a little bit about breath work, because I think that is so powerful. Yeah. We do it all the time. Yeah. It's uh, when you actually consciously breathe in these mm. various different forms of, of breath work. It's an incredible way of changing your physiology. It can mm. be done anywhere, anytime. Yeah. Um, Obviously, completely free of charge. Free, it's uh, free. I'm sure there are apps that, 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 that do yeah. this kind of stuff, but of course, breathing, yeah, it's something we do anyway. What, yeah. what, talk to me a bit about how your experience of, of breath work. So, so breathing is essential, really, in a self-healthcare routine. You know, I call it the primary medicine. I've got a, a, a system called the Way of Balance and Harmony, which is. A, a, uh, based on the, the traditional Chinese Yangsheng tradition, which means nourishing life, so how to use your diet and lifestyle to, to nourish your health. And breathing is the, is the primary medicine in that. As you said, it's free. We're doing it all the time, either unconsciously or consciously. We might as well make it a medicine. Mm. It's the most readily available uh, medicine. It's very, very powerful, very quickly. I work with several breathing techniques. The main one I teach is called yin-yang breathing, which is just very smooth and circular, uh, smooth, deep breathing. All of our emotional patterns are accessed in the top third of the lungs, all of our unwanted emotions, through restricted breathing patterns. So as soon as you start to regulate your breathing, making it smooth and deep, you're using the diaphragm to uh, push down on the, on the lower organs on the in-breath and to release again on the out-breath. This increases oxygenation of the system and blood flow, helping to take more oxygen all around the body and take waste uh, from the body and out in the out breath. Uh, it's also going to uh, balance out the, the mind and the emotions. You know, as, I, as I said, everything is in the top third of the lungs, all the unwanted emotions. Once you start to sink the breath, everything settles down. The mind quietens down. Uh, and the feelings just settle. It, in meditation, it's one of the primary things that people are taught is concentrate on the breath. Mm. Uh, when you're sleeping, you're in a calm state, your breathing is smooth and deep. Mm. When you're a baby, you're in a calm state, your breathing is smooth and deep. Uh, breathing can be used not only in that sense, but there are many therapies which can be uh, quite traumatic in their approach, like transformational breathing, where you're uh, bringing a lot of oxygen into the system, concentrating more on the in-breath, particularly bringing that into different parts of the body. And that can release a lot of trauma. As I said, it can be quite uncomfortable whilst you go through it, but it's incredibly therapeutic. Mm. You have rebirthing where uh, a lot of emotional patterns are understood to come from the, 
the birthing process in the first few months of life. So a skilled practitioner will get you into different body positions and you will start to breathe in a, in a quite stressed pattern. And then they'll get you to, to deepen and smooth out your breathing. And mm. it can instantly change long-held mental patterns. Mm. Uh, you can breathe into the kidneys, you can breathe into the bones, you can breathe into the whole body. It's super powerful. The traditions, again, around the world that have breathing techniques as medicine. And that's the yin-yang breathing that you typically Yes, teach. there's, a, there's a, a free five minute video on my website. Okay, which I'll link to in the show notes. Yeah. Okay, cool. What other kind of, we've got a few minutes left. What other treatments do you, do you often offer people for kind of stress related conditions, for example? Mm -hmm. Well, I work with uh, Qigong, which is a, a Chinese yoga, if you like, as remedial movement uh, practices. It's gentle movements which uh, are easy whether you're young or old, infirm or in perfect health. Um, by moving the body, you're again helping to restore blood flow around the area and chi flow, this idea of chi. Rather in yoga, you're really stretching out. In qigong, by and large, you don't want to stretch uh, to really strain the body. The idea of chi flow is really that everything is it has fluidity, everything has flexibility and mobility. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's much more gentle. Uh, it has benefits and detriments compared to yoga. I'm not saying it's in any way superior. Uh, it's just from a different part of the world. But certainly it's fantastic at building up core stability. Again, if you are well established in your core, your mind is going to be quieter and more stable. Mm -hmm. If you have physical balance, you will have more, more mental balance. Yeah. Work with meditation, so uh, various Taoist styles of meditation. It's often quite difficult for people to meditate. It gets the mind will say this is boring. Mm. Uh, also, it can be difficult to, to find the time. But the benefits of meditation are second to none. Yeah. To gain control of an overactive mind yeah. is is supremely powerful and gives you a sense of real uh, self mastery. Mm. That's really important. Work with diet as well. Diet so important in the time where you can get alcohol, tobacco, caffeine on any street corner uh, and there's not really any regulation of this when many other strong substances are illegal mm. or need a I prescription. Agree, yeah. you know, there, there's no understanding of how coffee can cause imbalances. You know, if you have headaches, coffee will very often be the main trigger. Uh, alcohol, what the difference is for example between beer, wine and, and spirits and how spirits are very heating they're like paint stripper through your internal organs if you drink a lot of them uh, and uh, you know just coming to understand exactly what you're putting into your body how it's affecting you mm. if you've got a cold that goes on for a month why would that be that's not because your immune system's weak there's something to do with diet if you mm. get ill your immune system's weak if it go lingers for three weeks or more you, you've yeah. got a diet which is producing too much phlegm so l look at how uh, what you're putting into and onto your body may be affecting your, your mm. health. Then again, working with emotions and helping people understand uh, emotions themselves, how to manage them, what their counterbalances are. For example, people have a lot of anxiety in the world. So fear, anxiety in Chinese medicine is a mixture of fear and, uh, and excitement, sort of fearful excitement yeah. or excited fear. And trust is a natural counterbalance to fear. It's very difficult for them to exist in the same space. So if you feel fear, if you feel any 
any uh, trepidation about the future, just to have trust. We don't need to have trust in anything, but helping people to understand that trust in itself, faith, and just calmness and grace is going to give you a very easy uh, vision of the, of the future. Yeah, brilliant. Um, we're, we're drawing off on the end of time, but um, that, that's been really interesting. Um, mm. You've got uh, a clinic in East East Dulwich in South East London, but mm -hmm. do you have anything online that people who are not London-based uh, they can get get hold of you, or uh, how can people connect? Well, people can connect through the website. I have the uh, nourishing life tradi tradition called the Way of Balance and Harmony, still at the moment in a state of development, but it's uh, uh, adding to it every day more and more as I get the team uh, onto different areas. At the moment, that's it. I work in, in uh, Marlborough as well. I have a, a, a more pricey clinic there. I have a low-cost clinic in Camberwell, so people can come for ear acupuncture, as you mentioned, for five pounds. Mm -hmm. Just drop in, or uh, from 20 pounds, they can have full body treatment. Uh, we're looking to uh, build a, an app on the blockchain, actually. That's still in a state of development, a healthcare app, so look out for that in the future. Okay. Looking to disrupt the industry. <laughs> <laughs> We'll very good. We will get there in due time. Okay, brilliant. George, thank you very much. Thank you, Leanne. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to the show. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, help us to reach more people by leaving a rating and a review on iTunes. We would really appreciate that and it would help us to spread the good word even further. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you on the next show.